Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening, welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe? It's lovely <laughs> to have you back. Are you feeling better? I'm very sorry, yes. I, was, I wasn't uh, at my best last week. Thought I had COVID. I did seven tests just to make sure, just to confirm I did not have COVID. Um, <laughs> so that was the whole box wasted because I've still got boxes left over from, um, you know, when we could order them for free. Um, but yeah. Before you start getting charged for um... Exactly, yeah. Um, so uh, I still have a bit of a sore throat, but I'm fine. I'm fine other than that. Um, yeah, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? You know me, keeping busy, babes, you know, just, uh, yeah, work, really. Been a pretty, what did I do at the weekend? I think it's been pretty low-key the last week and a bit, actually. Lovely. Not being out. Do you know, it's that kind of time of year where everything you know is going to start coming up. December's always manic, isn't it? Um, so it's where I can, this kind of time, I always try and, yeah, have a, have a bit of a low-key one and prepare for the festivities. How about I yourself? Um, well, it was actually my birthday last weekend. Well, on Monday. Um, so I... Uh, Happy birthday, my love. Thank you. Um, 21, absolutely thriving. <laughs> um, uh, so a few of us went out to the pub on Saturday. Um, uh, and then this weekend coming, I'm actually going to Norfolk for a few days. Um, oh, nice. With, with, with some of my pals. Um, so, yeah, it should be, should be pretty nice. But, yeah, so I've... Uh, it was quite nice, although, <laughs> so the reason I thought I had COVID is because I'd been to a friend's birthday the weekend before and uh, three people that had been at that tested positive for COVID. And then I woke up oh, saying like, right. throat. this is this is it. Um, but funnily enough, it would have been my third time having it. And for everyone else, it would, would have been their second. And I wondered if maybe I've got a little bit more immunity but then why would I have a sore throat? Anyway, so, yeah, so then all my friends have been testing. Two of them couldn't come to my birthday because they were still testing positive. I was like, this is really bringing me back to sort of um, the olden days of, uh, you <laughs> know, seven, yeah, seven-day lockdowns or ten-day lockdowns and all that. Um, How were they with it? What's this new strain like? They were actually fine other than a sore throat. Um so, yeah, there was uh, one of my friends didn't even know they had it and only tested because two people already had it. Um, so, yeah, but it definitely something's going around. I can I can attest to that, um, which is yeah, I've heard yeah. of a few people not being well. Um, yeah, bit of a yeah, funny quite one. Quite a few people. It's, but, that's that time of year as well, isn't it? And I think where it's still relatively mild for the time of year, it's, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm no sign, uh, what's it called? Not a Scientologist. What are they called, the men in the white coat? Meteorologist. Coats? Oh. Uh, scientist. Scientist. <laughs> How do I know scientologists and not scientists? Um, that's so bizarre. I don't know where that word was somewhere in a file in my head. I don't think I've ever even said that word out loud. You know, you kind of just have a, you see yourself through other eyes. And I'm like, How do you know that? Um, but yeah, I, I obviously don't know for a, I completely lost my train of thought now. I'm just thinking about the word Scientologist. You're not what was you're not a scientist. No, the time of year you were saying. So oh, yeah. getting ill. So I think because it's more mild, don't they say things spread more when it's warm, which don't get killed off in the cold? But saying that, no why idea. do we then get colds? Yeah, that we don't get work at all. It's well, because 
No, it's cause, and I do actually know the answer to this, and there's a COVID thing. We get more colds in winter because we're all indoors together rather than outside when oh. things don't spread as much because the air takes them away. Less ventilation. Yeah, less ventilation, exactly. That's why during COVID, they're always saying, open your window, open your window, even if it's cold, open your window. Now no one would do that because of the cost of living crisis, and no one's opening their bloody window this time of year, are they? No, it's not actually. Although it's called a cold, it's not the cold that gives no. you a cold. No, it's other people. Other well, people, spreaders. Super spreaders, remember them? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this is lovely. This is taking me back to like 20, early 2021. Um, but i tell you what I did do last night, actually, very proud of myself, put my Christmas tree up. Oh, did you? What yeah. theme have you gone for this year? Are you a theme boy? I'm not. So, I mean, my kind of general look, I would say, is trying to recreate what, my tree looked like when I was a kid so it's got oh, quite that. an 80s yeah a bit of 80s bit of 90s vibe um I always try and nick a few things from my mum's tree whenever I go down for Christmas and stuff oh. um but I like all the tinsel I like the tat I like tinsel I like beads I like I like over the top um tacky bright um so yeah do you do the what... multi-coloured lights and things is so that your my, vibe my tree itself has actually got inbuilt white lights that don't flash which i uh, I, I want the i want the flashing ones so i'm actually going to buy from ebay some flashing ones which i'm just going to sort of make work straight through yeah um so yeah that's that was quite nice i'm feeling way more festive now so because we've only got a few more weeks before we stop recording for our little christmas break so i know um, it's so crazy where this year's gone. I've not put my tree up yet. I'm actually going to do it in a couple of weeks. So depending what day we do our last show, you might be able to see. Because I finally decided this is my first Christmas in my new place. Oh, I yeah. think it's going to actually go here in the background, this corner. Yeah. Um, but I'm very much, um, I think it's the, the OCD in me. Um, as you know, my apartment is well, 99.9% grey and mirrored. So my aesthetic is very that. So my tree is It's all... giving me sex club vibes, actually, to be honest, Bob. <laughs> 50 shades <laughs> of grey. All those I mean, mirrors, no yeah. sex dungeon or nothing like that. Uh, <laughs> no sex room. But, um, yes, my decorations, year in, year out, it's just a creature of habit, and it's the aesthetic thing. Um, and, and it's always my theme, is silver, white, and mirrored ornaments. Okay. lovely. Um, white lights. Um, okay, so, wintery, yeah, wintery, very to... wintery, very wintery, very yeah, Christmassy, winter wonderland vibes. I've not been winter wonderland yet, actually. Have you? No, not I... this year. I mean, I've obviously been in the past, but this year I just haven't. It's just flying by week after week. I can't. I, I can't be facing those crowds. I usually, I used to go to the press launch, but this year they were making you work too hard for it. So I was like, no, I can't be. <laughs> um, you had no such thing as a free lunch, is there? Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm quite so looking forward to putting the tree up though because it's always kind of nice when you sit on your sofa and you look at it, I love it at first it does get to that point very early January that I, I, there is that point and I can't, like, I can't look at this anymore and it has to just get stripped down boxed up and, and put away for the fresh start, no year I'm fresh. exactly the same I'm never but one of those I people really that like, leaves it up till the third week of January, like because I no, I want it out and done, new year I'm like, and I'm, I'm superstitious as well, what do they 
It's meant, it's meant to come, uh, is it 12 days before 12 Christmas? 12 days, no, 12 days after yeah. Christmas, isn't it? 12 days after, down, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm setting it up a little bit earlier than normal, I think, this year, just because, I mean, why mm-hmm. not? It feels like it's been Christmas everywhere since, well, there was Christmas things in my supermarkets and shops I've been going to before Halloween, easy, oh, well yeah. so probably from October, so I already feel like we're well into Christmas, even though it's still only November. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to putting it up, get it, Get it up, get ready for festivity time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like always, I think I said to you last year, I, I love a January. I know people get January blues Same. and people kind Same. of get depressed about a new. For me, it's just a fresh start. It's page one of 365, oh, unless yeah. it's a leap year. Does that mean that's 366 on a leap? I never know when it's a leap year anyway. Um, so I've got a girlfriend that's going to propose to me, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of just love it. It's fresh starts, isn't it? I'm exactly the same every January. I'm always full of good intentions. Um, but then they never love quite that. Look at us, a couple of positive pixies. Positive pollies, yeah. Look at us, eh? <laughs> Wait until February comes round and we're all angry. <laughs> same old, same old. Um, right, well, we have a very exciting show uh, coming up today. Um, we have from uh, Real Housewives of Cheshire, Seema Malhotra, um, who you know, don't you, Bob? Yeah, love Seems. It'd be lovely to have her on the show. Which would be great. And then we'll have um, from Geordie Shaw, which is, I believe, just wrapped up, uh, Abby Holborn. And then uh, from new dating show, uh, uh I've forgotten the name. That's great, isn't it? Written in the Stars. We've got uh, David Templer um, on to talk all about that. So, um, so yeah, um, Shaber's News, I feel like we have to cover off the biggest stuff. I'm a celeb. Yes. Um, What's uh, your your thoughts? Well, do you know what I'm most shocked about? There's only one woman left. Yeah. Did it Jill is, but for me, I've called this very early on. It was all my... Early Doors predictions was her and Mike for the final, and either mm-hmm. her as, as her as queen, him as king. Um, so I'm well, not surprised to see that, and I think she's going to be there to the final. So because I know there's a bit of um, a bit of a hoo ha on social media, some people are saying is it sexist, but I, I don't think we've got any danger of it being a male only camp um, for for any period up until the. Uh, the finale, which is only, yeah. I think, a couple of days away now. Yeah, yeah, but I think by the time we do our next our show next week, it will we'll know who's won. I'll be Romeo Dumb. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it'll be this weekend it ends. I yeah, think. usually the Sunday or the Monday, isn't it? Um, mm. I can't quite remember which one, but um, yeah. So, um, but I, I'm I'm quite surprised. I I thought Charlene would do better, but I think um, Charlene White from Loose Women. But I feel like yeah. she kind of lost people a bit when she did that weird thing with the bed. And she refused to sleep in the camp in the camper van with Matt Hancock. Not sleep with, sleep in the <laughs> camper van <laughs> with. Story um, yeah, um, and then, but that kind of forced everyone into more uncomfortable beds because she was staying outside and blah blah blah. And I think, I don't know, it made everyone feel a bit. Uh, but I get why. I understand why she she probably just didn't want to share a space with Matt. Fair enough, but. Mm. I don't know. I think it may be lost a few people, don't you think? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's exactly probably why she she went when she did, because it kind of was around the time, a few eps after, um, it was so heavily being spoken about mm. um, that she was obviously meant to, to be sleeping in the RV with Matt. Um, but since she's come out and she spoke about it in interviews, I think considering her day job, that's why she felt how she felt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I get, I get why. 
Do you know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah. I thought she was gonna last last longer in there. I love I love Charlene White. Um, but yeah, it's one of them things, isn't it? That I think whether she had said it to people and it just didn't make the final edit, who knows? But I I believe if maybe people would be made aware. She'd said in the camp, this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. I think that, w- that would have helped her out. Yeah, there was, it was really sort of uh, ambiguous, wasn't it? She didn't kind of say one way or the other. And then it just made everyone else feel a bit like, oh, well, we've got to then all sleep. Some of them had to sleep like on those mats, like on the floor, basically, which they wouldn't yeah. have had to do if she would have just gone into the... Um, the, I mean, uh, back camp breaking, wasn't it, and things. Yeah, exactly. So he felt kind of bad for him. He seems to be coming across quite well. I mean, he's he's not the quickest, I'd say, but he is. He's a very sweet guy, isn't he, and, and very attractive. Yeah, definitely. Um, easy on the eye. <laughs> he, he is easy on the eye. Absolutely. It's uh, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you've almost <laughs> got to applaud someone that stands by. Their, their moral compass and their convictions um, because on on paper and in theory who wouldn't want the actual bed <laughs> the mattress and the comfort of being yeah. in an RV um, but because she felt so strongly about it like we say I, I, I kind of mm. get it it does and it's not until I've, I've seen interviews since where she was like because of like doing ITV news um how do you then sit there and interview people from other political parties when you've been shacked up with Matt Hancock in an RV? Um, what do you think about him being such a such a favourite now? Do you still feel very uncomfortable with it? Do you know, I think the thing is as well, is with this situation, is when people go into the jungle, it, it doesn't it doesn't take long for people to see people as you're make so for especially people in the camp you're all in it together everyone's doing their little bit so mm. i can and what's the alternative when there's a group of you in there you I, you wouldn't want to ostracize someone you wouldn't want someone to feel uncomfortable you wouldn't want them to feel left out so because mm-hmm. that would be an awful feeling um so everyone has to be included um so, so I get why it, it, it's not really acknowledged in there anymore because it's kind of just become one of them. And I think, yeah, your careers outside of the jungle when you're in there yeah. appear to just you, you, you just get stripped back to mm. like we're here. Someone's got to go out and get some food tonight. We've got to get water and we've got to keep the fire alight. Yeah. And that's literally what you've got to do for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. I well, don't it's... think he's gonna win. I would be very shocked if he did. Um, I do think one person that's been playing it quite well, not talking about their outside life, has been Mike Tyndall. Um, yeah. he's, he seems to every time there was, I think it was last night, I can't remember exactly what it was, something about the rules that was brought up, and he was just like, mm hmm, mm hmm. Just didn't really give anything away, yeah. you know. Which I think is a couple of sound bites about, innit? I mean, I love yeah. that he's a slut dropper. It used to be my signature move, but my knees used can't keep be. up with it now. Mm, used to be, fair. yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was a slap dropper in my sugar up days, absolutely. Um, yeah. Does the sugar hut still exist? You never hear of it these days. Um, I'm not sure if it, you know, I've, I've not been over, I've not been in there for, for a while, actually. Last time, yeah. last few times I've been, has been when I was still filming, filming oh, yeah. tailways. Um, but yeah, he's slap dropped. So the story of, 
his mother-in-law seeing his boxers saying nibble me nuts. So we kind of got that little bit of a a little bit of a, a window into royal life. And about Zara and a bit loving a loving a getting uh, smashed. Yeah, getting smashed together, yeah. I always think, oh God, like, like I've said the last few weeks about the match thing, I would have to, not in a confrontational way, but I'd have to sit down and just speak what's on my mind. I'm that kind of guy. And yeah. the same with him, I was like, oh, especially after a couple of days, obviously we're all settled in, passing the time, minutes are like hours and hours uh, are like days. I'd be like, right, so what's the... I'd have to get the tea, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. What's everyone saying in Buck House about, about the Netflix show? Like, what are do they saying about like, Harry and Meghan? Yeah, it'd probably be like, Bob, we're not talking about uh, Meghan and Harry and Netflix. Or even The Crown, I'm just interested to know... It's that fly on the wall it. side of things, yeah. isn't it? No, I totally um, Who's your predicted winner? I think Jill. I think um, yeah. everyone loves a footballer, and um, especially a successful one. Um, and she just seems like uh, quite, quite. She's really funny and quick. I think she's like, like when she was doing that drinking challenge, and she was just very like on the ball, um, and drinking some balls as well. I think was um, was uh, also on the menu. Um, and I just feel like she's she's come across well. I didn't know anything about her to be honest. Um, no. Uh, so yeah, what about you? Who do you think is going to going to win? I still think I think if I had to choose between the two, I'm still saying between Mike and Jill. I think Jill might nip him to the post. Women generally do better when it comes yeah. to the final. There's definitely more queens of the jungle than there are kings. Hands down. Um, and also, I just think it'd be a lovely round up to a year. Yeah, she you know, really couldn't have had a better year. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, what a year. Um, so, yeah, I, I think either, but I think anyone that gets to the final of that show and lasts the three and a half weeks and goes through that and throws themselves into it, I think anyone deserves to to get it at that point. I mean, I will fall off my my sofa if Matt wins. Um, I, don't, I think the whole nation... The stranger will. things have happened, do you know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Well, I don't know, really. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would really sum it all up, wouldn't it, if it went on to win other celeb? Well, I don't know if mm-hmm. ITV would come back from that. Um, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll know in our next, uh, in our next episode. Uh, right, our first guest, Seema, from Real Housewives of Cheshire, is here, so let's get her in. Fab. Foobar Radio presents... Ian Boldsworth. Rob Sheehan uh, right, is joining so me now. So what's happened? Rob Rouse has been invited to stay for a bit longer because we don't see him very often. Like, so this is, I, well, now I've seen him, you're coming to the show, exactly, aren't you? No, he's just waiting for you to get it so you can get a lift with you on the motorbike. I, I imagine. Um, oh, can, can, can I get a backy? Can I get a backy? That's what I was thinking. I, I'd yeah. love to, but I haven't got a second helmet. You I'll can do, get a helmet I'll, in the middle. I'll use like one of these speaker things. Oh, yeah. Just use your headphones. Are you trying to Are you headphones? No. Not that. No. I've never had a backy ever. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville. Hi, yes, 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 yes. Doing, thank you for having me, thank you for having me. Marcel's got a problem that we don't. Yeah, what's the like problem? Alright, so basically my girlfriend's been like playing pranks on me. I need a good prank to play on my girlfriend. What do you suggest? I think you should go into the room, 
like say three or four in the morning and just like have pots and pans on your head and just like bang them. No clothes, pot and pan on head, just banging away. Oh God. Breaking cameras, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's an absurd element to it. There's like a you'll wake her up. I think, I think, hopefully she's not listening. That's a, quite, that's, a, that's, a, that's a very good one. I'm going to write this one down. Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club. We're joined in the studio now by comedian extraordinaire Mark Watson. I've been listening to the show for a few minutes now. It's refreshing how much swearing there is. Is it? I don't even notice it now. I didn't even notice it. If you do quite a bit of these sort of like popping up on radio, you you do start to really want to say fucking a bit and you're just not normally allowed to. I I just actually have to make an apology to our listeners. Uh, Last week, I forgot to say the word cunt. How'd that happen? I don't know. How can you make a mistake it, like it just didn't. just didn't come up. You're listening to Foobar Radio. Foobar Radio. Foobar Radio. Foobar Radio. Foobar Radio. Access all areas on Foobar Radio. So How lovely to have you on. Really good, thank you. How are you, babe? I'm amazing. Don't look at the state of me. I've literally just come in and I've got to get ready to go back out. Babe, you're, always, you're always a glamour puss. You're always, <laughs> you're always always glamour. How, how are you currently filming? Or you, where you been? We've finished. We've finished. Because no, your Christmas special, that's, I'm guessing, because that's all on the cruise, isn't it? So can you tell us about Christmas cruising? Because I'm so excited. <laughs> that's all right. I all cannot in the wait till it airs because I am super excited to kind of relive it again. I had the time of my life. I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely dreading it. I've never done a cruise before. And the thought of being stuck <laughs> on this ship where I can't get off. And if everyone's doing my head in, what am I going to do? But I had a time in my life. I had the best time. So whereabouts Would in the world do- were you? Oh, sorry. No, that's all right, darling. We yeah, went but- to Mexico. We've cruised all around Mexico. Oh, I love that. Was there, I mean, obviously it's housewives, so I'm sure there's going to be a ding-dong or two, because even on trips, there often is. Sometimes there's more ding-dongs when you're not going home <laughs> with your families, isn't there? I'd say there was um, more than two ding-dongs, maybe three, four, five. Wow, ding-dong, ding-dong, ding-dong. Oh, wow, OK, slimy. Did, did you think there was potential I, for someone to clue. be... I, I oh. was involved in one of the ding-dongs. Oh, can you tell us who with? <laughs> I can actually, I think. Um, me and Hannah, we have a moment. Oh, well, big one. You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did it make it What's harder though? Potential? Go on, Bob. Sorry, I think we've got a time again. delay on this one. Sorry, we don't normally have no, that. Go on, Bob. Go on. Sorry, mate. I was going to say, Sames, what's the situation? So, obviously, I mean, I've never done a cruise like you, so um, they're really they're a lot more popular now, aren't they? And everyone's going, Bobby, so, so I think back in the day, everyone used to think it was like a, an older, per, more of a, a pension. Well, I'm not going to lie, there was a lot of old people on the cruise. Um, and then as some of the other housewives kind of... Um, kind of kept dropping little hints. I think there were people that are 50 plus. I'm 50 plus. <laughs> 50 is the new 21. Listen, 50 is the new 21. Um, but I've got to say, it was fun. I think I could do a cruise again. 
and I, I always had it in my mind because my parents have always been on a cruise, my in-laws. So I thought it's something that you do when you retire, but it's not. It was just, I cannot tell you the amount of fun we had. I think I made friends with every single person on that ship. Like, I, I didn't want to get off okay. it. Have the best time. So was there potential for any of the housewives to be throwing overboard? Was there that bad around? <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, if not throwing them overboard, just lock them in the cabins and not let them out. <laughs> um, yeah, I could have kind of done that with a few, yeah. What was, how was it different then? I know you talked about not being able to sort of get away. Was that an issue, like not being able to get off and sort of escape? Honest, or in the end, did you just get on with it? This cruise was so big. It yeah. was huge, the ship. So it was, it was fine. Like, if you didn't want to be around some of them, you could just wander off. It was, it was perfect. No one could find you. And I'm, I'm not just saying it. There was that much to do, um, you know, that it wasn't an issue. I genuinely had a blast. And we had two of the uh, golden oldies return, which was, it was just, like, amazing. Because um, yeah, so it was Tanya and Esther, right? Yeah, it was just... What was that like? So I knew Esther was coming because I had actually invited Esther, um, but I didn't have a clue that Tanya was coming. And for me, um, and Bobby will vouch for this, Tanya is the life and soul of a party. Um, and she just made my trip. Like, literally, I couldn't breathe. When I walked in, we'd gone to a bar one evening and just from, I could only see the back of this person. I was thinking, who the hell is this? I actually thought, it's a new housewife. And then when she turned around, it was like, yes. Oh, I loved it. So I bet that completely made your trick, didn't it? Just like, I guess when you've got that bond, so I'm being out at sea and now you're going to make each other laugh and you can't, because you two I are so cannot, close. Honestly, it was just the best. And, you know, I speak to Tanya every week. You know, we might not see each other physically, but we'll be on the phone or we're always DMing each other. And I was like, I cannot believe you kept this quiet from me. Um, and it was just brilliant because she is the life and soul and you just belly laugh with Tanya. You know, nothing's too serious. You know, she loves life. She's yeah. energy. Oh, I love her. So obviously cruising at Christmas is obviously all filmed. Is the boat decked out? Christmassy by this point, is it going to look like Christmas on screen? Or is it just that it's going out in December? <laughs> it, it'll look Christmassy, yeah. <laughs> it, it was production running man with tinsel. <laughs> Honestly, we, made, we had a big Christmas, well, I can't say too much, but we had a Christmas dinner party, which was amazing. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we made it Christmas. Listen, we can make miracles happen anywhere. Of course you can, babes. I, I can't wait to watch it. Is it so? It's just a one-off episode. Is it's it? three episodes. Amazing. Um, and I tell you, no word of a lie. From beginning to end, it's got a bit of everything. You'll have the drama. You've got us laughing. You've got us crying. But it was just the best. And just bringing like Esther and Tanya into the mix because some of the girls have never met them. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, we're off them. But it was just brilliant. And Esther's just, honestly, she's still naughty as ever. <laughs> she's a little our mean, cheeky check. Honestly, you can't change our cheeky check. <laughs> um, what about actual Christmas? How are you spending it this year? 
So this is going to be my first Christmas in the UK. I've really? always gone abroad, oh, wow. um, but we've decided this year because um, my father-in-law, you know, he's, he, he just his one wish was, I want to spend all Christmas with all of you. So we're going to do that. Oh, and I don't nice. know if we're either going to love it or we're going to bloody hate it. Um, <laughs> and we might have some serious kickoffs because I've got men. I only have men, don't I? So, and this bloody World Cup's on. All we're doing at the moment is watching oh, yeah. football. And I don't know. They're, they're just planning all these parties. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? And I'll probably be the one hosting them. Um, so, yeah, probably just lots of drinking, eating, celebrating with the family. That's what I'm going to be doing. Do you do all the cooking same? Well, no, we're actually going to go to Sandeep's sisters for Christmas. Nice. Um, so I'm not going to cook them, but I will be cooking. I love to cook. I'm all about the family and just having all my friends around. And it's the first time I'm ever, I'm ever, ever doing Christmas at home. So it's going to be really weird. We're usually in Dubai. Quite it's different. exciting to be at home, though, <laughs> I think, isn't it? Makes a change. Exciting. Something a little bit different. Yeah, Christmas decorations are going up on Friday. I'm decking nice. out the whole house. Um, my husband thinks I'm bonkers. Um, so, yeah, I'm going all out. If I'm doing Christmas here, I'm doing it big. I bet it's going to look amazing. I've seen your house on social media. I can't wait to see the tree and everything. You've got, you, your house is like staircase goals for me. When I see you dancing in your house, I'm like, uh, I love yeah, it. The hallway is... That was one feature in this house that I really wanted to make quite grand. And we've got this big glass front at the, you know, the front of the house. And I love it. It's just very, you come in my house and it feels like a home. It's not anything showy or fancy. It's just a home, but a gorgeous home, full of love. Pretty big home, Seema. Pretty big home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play it there. You work hard. Talking about house. Everyone's always round mine, so I need a big house. You've got to have a big house, exactly, babe. So obviously, talking about work, you've got several businesses, including Forever Unique. How's that going? I guess this is a busy time of year, retail, it's isn't it? busy. Oh, my God. Forever Unique's been crazy this year because I did some really amazing collaborations with um, an amazing stylist, Carl Willett, who dresses Amanda Holden, Paloma Faith, Kylie Minogue. And then I did um, also collaborated with Paige from Love Island, um, so I did a little co collab with her. And then also I started Forever Unique Homes Furniture. This is one of mine, one of my sofas. Oh, nice. <laughs> love that. <laughs> oh, I never realised you'd done home. I love a little bit of home. I'll have to give it a little check Yeah, out. I need to turn, maybe turn this around. You can see me. Oh, oh my God, oh, that's huge. Stunning. Wow. Yeah, because I told you, big family, lots of friends. So I love to entertain. But that all came about during um, lockdown. Um, because I think it was during lockdown, that was the first time I actually appreciated my house because I'm always mm. working, I travel. Um, and then I started doing things up in the house. So that's where I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm going to create Forever Unique Homes. And that's what I've done. And I've loved it. I'm impressed. I wish, I wish I'd wish i have had <laughs> Love some, such good ideas in the lockdown. I'd just been <laughs> well, drinking. But... <laughs> I just think everyone started to appreciate the home. Mm, you know, whereas, that, whereas before, honestly, my hallway was really dark, even though all the decor in here was dated. But because I was working in this house was just somewhere where we'd just come and sleep. Yeah. And lockdown, we were stuck in, indoors and I hated everything in my house. We stripped all the walls. We did all the, we did it all ourselves. 
I'm quite arty like that and I, I enjoy doing that and then I just thought all I heard you know everyone was either doing the gardens or working in the house so yeah forever unique homes yeah that's what I came up with. I mean, uh, obviously, such a crazy time for everyone that something so amazing has come out of it. Like I say, so many people, I think, reevaluated life, didn't they? Whether it was career, relationships. Yeah. You know, when world gets back to normal, whatever normal is, people was like, you know what, I'm changing this. And mm. I think that's well, I've an amazing thing. We were occasional wear, really red carpet dresses. We didn't do like loungewear or anything. So when COVID hit, hit us, it hit, hit us hard, and not just only in the UK. I'd say about 60 70% of my business was international. This wasn't just something that hit the UK, it hit worldwide. It was a worldwide mm. pandemic. So all the offices that I opened all shut down. So it was like I went into panic mode. I said to Sandeep, you know, all we've ever done is work so hard, and I feel like we're losing it all, and I don't know what to do. And he said, look, there's always a solution to a problem. We've just got to think smart. And if we have to start again, you know, I'm not hard, I'm not scared of working hard. It's what I've always done. And if it meant starting again, I would have just picked myself up. And that's what we did. And that's where Forever Unique Homes came from because I think I was that petrified because I thought, God, you know, if, if my business shuts there, I, I don't know anything else. Fashion mm. is all I've ever done. So, you know, I just think for me personally, something good came out of COVID, for us anyway. Absolutely. Business aside, Seema, it, when it comes back to housewives, yeah. are you still very happy? Will you, will you return? Are you going to sign up for another year next year? I honestly love the housewives because for me, hand on my heart, it's as real as it is. I've lived in Cheshire all my life. And going back to, you know, when Tanya, Leanne, Dawn, everyone was in the show, and Pika, I've known them all from day dot. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's my life. It's who I am. It's what I am. So, yeah, I, I don't feel like I want to leave yet. And I think the day I do, I think I'll go under. Because <laughs> this is my <laughs> life. I think I'll actually be really down because... I enjoy being with the girls and yeah, we're totally different. You know, people say to me, oh, how can you speak to so-and-so? Doesn't bother me. For me, it's what makes the world go round. I love having friends that have got different personalities. And yeah, we might not always get on, but for me, they're my friends um, and I love them and I'll be gutted. I think, yeah, the day I walk away, I think, yeah, I think I'll be in a really dark place. <laughs> I have to come up with something else. Business. <laughs> it won't take you long with your business mind, I'm <laughs> sure. But you're right, like the, the couple of times I've come and done cameos, it's probably got to be one of, if not the most real reality show. You don't go into scenes as such. It's literally just everything Do filmed, isn't it? You don't actually came, know. You came for Tanya's birthday. Yeah. And I had a health scare. I found a lump in my breast. And do you remember I was so emotional and I couldn't stop crying? And you were like, Steve, why are you crying? And I was yeah. like, oh, Bobby. <laughs> it's real life. Everything was yeah. real life. And that, yeah, I had one too many champagnes as well, which probably didn't help. But it's, <laughs> it's all real been life, you know, scenarios that go on. You know, we, we just on The Housewives got to film um, a documentary about the menopause. 
and it's real God, life you know what what I went through and you know if people still want to watch it they've got to go on ITV hub because it's brilliant and what was great was I'm going through it and I've had a horrific time but some of the the other girls didn't even know what it was mm. hadn't even experienced it didn't even know that there was a thing called the menopause so really you know, yeah which is crazy oh, and I know people think oh. oh you're on a reality tv I'm dead grateful for being on this platform because for me it's given me a chance one to keep it real and talk about real life issues so I'm dead grateful and how is your health now same are you better yeah I mean I've got the right medication I'm on um hormone replacement without it I don't sleep one minute I could be laughing, one minute I could be crying, I could be screaming, shouting. But that's just, it's normal. You know, I, I was like, there were some mornings I didn't even want to get out of bed or I'd drive to work and I'd drive back or go on set filming. I'd be laughing once, one minute and then the next hysterically crying because you've got this whole imbalance in your body. But now I know what I'm dealing with. I've got the right medication. You know, I, I feel amazing. Yeah, I have bad days, but, you know, don't we all? Well, Seema, where can we catch the uh, Christmas episodes? Do we have a date? So it's ITVB. I want to say it's the 5th of December, 9pm. It's ITVX official, actually. I'm oh, yes. Right now. That's true. Good point. <laughs> um, well remembered. It's, it's running right up to Christmas Eve. So, yeah. Awesome. I'm dead excited. Honestly, everyone is going to love it. Well, oh, I can't you. wait to see it. Thank yeah. you, Sam. Not at all. I mean, sure, come and spend Christmas with me, both of you. <laughs> I would I've love got to, to come and see you soon. It's been too long, and you know how much I love you. I love you loads, always. Thank you so much, Seema. Lots Sima. of love to Good the night. Bye, Bye. Bye. I, I mean, that sofa is a dream. I know this is a you know podcast, but if you could see it, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, about, yeah, stunning sofa, beautiful. Uh, I, I could have that as a bed. That yeah. makes my big bed look like a, a dog bed. <laughs> I don't believe that for one second, Bob. Um, right, our second guest, Abby, is here, so let's get her in there. Um, Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Really good. How are you feeling? Because um, this the new Geordie Shaw is all over now. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, like... I feel I feel fine about it to be honest. I feel like if it is the end, then I've kind of like accepted it and I'm happy and I've and I've had the best time ever doing it. So when you say if it's the end, have you not officially been told if that's that then? The thing is with Georgie, we kind of it goes from series by series. So every time we do a series they'll then decide and if we're gonna do a next one or not so we won't know from like it could be a couple months later and we could just get a con like right we're gonna do another series you know this is the date this is this and then that's that so it's always always been like that so I, yeah, I don't really it's know. never guaranteed but has there been no has been no conversation to say look it might not come back we're gonna call it a day like no series is ever guaranteed and no cast member is guaranteed every series no. either. There's, you know, you've seen that and I think it's probably the same with other shows as well that they can yeah. just decide if they want someone gone or if they want someone new. So that's always yeah. been the case. But the, there's never really been an actual conversation where they've sat down and they've been like, right, 
this is going to be the last one. I think it's all been left quite open, but I don't, I, honestly, I don't know. Like, people keep asking me, and I'm like, honestly, you, we just don't know. Obviously, yeah. I guess the difference is with this one is that, well, the latest series rather is that it was a big reunion, right? How was yeah. that? How was that like meeting, what, seeing people that haven't been on the show for years and, and like, what was it like behind the scenes? I don't know. I mean, you obviously see what you see on camera, but. It was really good because I, I joined when a lot of the originals were still on. Mm-hmm. Um, barring like maybe two people so I kind of knew all of them anyway so to not film with them for so many years and then them come back and us all be together was was really nice. Did it feel like jo- a different Geordie Shaw when you was all back together again because when it's the, you go through that experience together on that a reality show don't you your lives change together and you kind of have their memories together don't you so when you're back with OGs and people that have you you worked with years ago was that a really lovely feeling yeah it was really nice because I think so many people of the lives have changed massively like people getting oh, married yeah. having mm. babies and obviously the last time I was in a house with them it was <laughs> like different so, yeah it was a different story so it's yeah. nice to see people's just kind of journeys and and what they're up to now and then them coming back but then it's quite funny because there's still so many people that are still Geordie Shaw. So the fact that we've got like Geordie Shaw and then kind of OGs and people that have moved on and settled down. So it was quite fun having them both together. And even though a lot of people have moved on with their lives and grown up, there's still, even when we're filming, there was still always that Geordie Shaw element. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When everyone's all back together, it doesn't matter where people are at in their lives. It's kind of like putting on an old pair of slippers. You very quickly fall back into your roles and the memories that you shared together. Definitely. I've got to ask you, because I'm that boy, let's talk love life. Yeah. (laughs) What's the situation with a love life? Anyone special? I'm still single at the minute. I would say I'm kind of dating and, and out and, and stuff, but I'm I'm still single. I feel like I'm quite fussy, and I think until the right person comes along, then I'm not really just going to settle for anyone. So I mean, Yeah. So what was so the deal? You... How... Sorry, Jay. Oh, oh, I was going to say, how 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 was it left with Jay? Because you, you obviously had a bit of a uh, little cheeky snog. What was, what's the situation there? With who? With Jay, wasn't it? Jay. Who was it? Oh, you I thought, you, I thought you said Jake. I was like, oh. Who the fuck is Jake? <laughs> um, oh yeah, I think. I mean, I think Jay had plenty of of girls in. in that <laughs> well, to be yeah. honest, I was I was the first, not the last, but <laughs> um, that was the first time I'd met Jay, and honestly, me and Jay get along so well. I think he's such a lovely lad, like he's so down to earth, and we are good friends still. And he's a salt as well. That always helps, doesn't it? He is, yeah. He's is he as tall guy. as he looks. He's like, he's like nine foot tall or something, isn't he? Well, that's yeah, what he looks like to me. <laughs> really tall, tanned, yeah. Nice. When you say dating, is that like multiple people or are you dating one person but seeing how it goes? Oh, no, not multiple people. Maybe it's just one. Yeah. Just the one. Honestly, I, I'm, too, I'm too busy to date multiple people. I don't know how people do. No, I know what you mean. And sometimes, actually, the the, the one's plenty, and it's trying to find time and then find someone that you like. And Because I think when you get to a point where if, 
like when you are dating and if you think, oh, particular to me, I think an age thing as well. You don't want to just date for the sake of dating. You've got to almost think potentially, could I see a relationship with this person down the line? Yeah, I feel like that is my mindset now. And this year I've kind of been away a lot, travelling, and I was speaking to someone that was a couple of years younger than me and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to let it, you know, like affect me or anything. And my lesson was learned to not go with people younger than <laughs> because I think but I think boys can be quite more mature but at a younger age so that was that was a no-go for me younger I think that's fair enough (laughs) that's fair enough to say isn't it what have you got what have you got planned up from between now and Christmas now obviously Geordie's all wrapped and you've you've done with that I've I've recently just launched the false tan brand um so I only launched that like last week so I've literally been working on that all year so I've got that yeah, and then I've started to DJ as well. So a yeah. couple of gigs lined up as well just before Christmas. So, yeah, I'm always keeping myself busy. I'm always here, there and everywhere. Awesome. Oh, exciting times ahead, though. And now lovely to go, go into the new year, new business, potentially a, a new partner in your life. <laughs> exciting yeah. times ahead. I know, I know. I feel like time's just flying now. I can't believe at the end, nearly. Scary, isn't it? Get yeah. those Christmas decorations up. It's happening. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, I know it sounds awful, but I'm the biggest Scrooge. Are you? I really am. I would never have thought that. Why? I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what it is. Mm. I think, yeah, I just think when you get older, isn't it? Like, some people love it, and I'm just like, oh, just another day. I'll be asked. <laughs> as long as I've got the Christmas dinner and a, and a drink, I'll be fine. I know that feeling. Um, well, Abby, thank you so much for joining us, Stephen. Really appreciate it, and uh, and best of luck with all the with the fake tan and the um, DJ. And hope he goes well. Thank you. Take Thanks care, love. darling. Loving to chat. Yeah. Have a lovely Christmas. You too. See you later. Bye. Bye. I mean, I don't know. I've, we actually didn't talk about it much, but the drinking on Geordie Shore. I once went to the house. This must have been about I reckon six or seven years ago, before Abby was on it. And we got drunk with the cast. It was it was intense, I will say. Intense. I don't know how some of them live in it. it, 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 no. it I, I, I would freak out, like the cleanliness and things, which I know it kind of goes out the window when there's multiple people living together. You can only really control so much. Yeah, but yeah. It would give me severe anxiety, especially when there's like the food fights now, waking up because I'm someone that has to wash up before I go, do you know I mean, I, yeah. wash, I plate my food up, I wash up before I even eat. Like, everything has a home. So to wake up and there'd be fucking sausage rolls up the wall and popcorn That's exactly down. it. That's exactly oh, it. no. Yeah, pizza not, not in a bin. No. I, think, I think these days they're all quite... It's a bit different, Geordie Shaw, isn't it? But um, And even yeah, like you I said, the ones that yeah. come back... Not quite as um, <laughs> rough and ready as they used to be. Um, <laughs> right, our uh, our final guest, uh, David Templer from Written in the Stars, is here, and also the shirtless chef on TikTok. So um, yeah, let's get him in. Sounds a bit of me. <laughs> Fubar Radio presents Harriet Rose. Will I am is joining us on Fubar Radio right now. There's things that I've done before that I didn't release, like a piece of content that I did with Miley Cyrus. That was heavy, and we decided not to put it out. What do you do with that kind of stuff? Do you hold it in a bank, like, I might put this out one day, or is it like, never again, put it away, we won't see this again? For the Miley Cyrus one, we got rid of it. It was just too heavy. You just know, though, don't you? This one in particular, the Black Eyed Peas one, 
I know in my heart that it has to come out. Harriet Rose, every Thursday from 4 p.m. Foobar Radio. Access all areas on Foobar Radio. All right, chaps. All right, David. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Really good, thank you. Thanks for joining us this evening. It's lovely to have you on. My pleasure. Tell us a bit about Written in the Stars, because I've actually, so I work for a magazine and I saw the press uh, pack for this with um, Clara Ampho and all of that. So I've got a bit of an idea about what the show is about. So tell us about this show that you're involved with. So essentially, I mean, the press that I've seen there, they're describing it as Love Island with a mix of Married at First Sight. But basically, there's one of each star sign that are in a house in Greece and you're matched up astrologically based on who the astrologers think your perfect matches. So, yeah, something slightly different. Uh, but yeah, an experiment I was wanting to be a part of. And are you massively into astrology? Is it like something that you've ever considered before? Do you care what people's star signs are? Do you know what? And I said this on the show. When I started dating, it was a lot of females' first questions. What star sign are you? Are you into this? So I was like, knew a little bit about it. Did enough research to hold a conversation, but it wasn't something that I was like, right, this is the be all and end all. They have to be X, Y, and Z to, to even take this conversation further. Because some people know, like inside out, like the minute you say they go, oh, you're compatible with so-and-so, or them two don't go together. Like, I know mine, and, and I used to like to, to read them when like you, you're flicking through a paper or whatever, but I don't know who your ideal match is or who to avoid. Because um, it actually has quite a lot to it, isn't it? Oh, there's loads to it. And I think there's a real difference between horoscopes and your actual astrological chart so it's like the exact position of the stars as you were born and it goes far beyond that sun sign as your your rising your mars your venus and all sorts of stuff like that and that's what the astrologers really looked at when matching people up together and i know obviously you can't say too much but you can here do you uh, <laughs> do you think dating wise that, that there's something to be said for being matched up and having your ideal match? Is it written in the stars? Well, you'll have to wait and find out if it's written in the stars. But I, I think for me, astrology aside, I learned a lot about myself, which can be justified through the astro the astrology viewpoint on it. So yeah, I, I uh I can't say whether I was a cynic and now I'm not, but I was willing to go on the show and, and see what would happen with it. You've obviously got a bit of that. like, uh, you've, you've done bits and bobs and have got a profile kind of before the, before the show. You've got uh, your TikTok and all, that, and all that sort of stuff. You've done your own um, bits on shows before. So what made you want to do this? Are you trying to push yourself more into that sort of, uh, well, dateable young man on a reality show category, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that young anymore. Uh, so I think a few of my relationships have failed in the past because of what I do. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm kind of very vocal about men's mental health and I want to use me as, um, as an example of how men should talk about stuff. And it goes far beyond just my personal training and cooking videos. I want to talk mm -hmm. about relative and relevant subjects as a 32-year-old single man. Um, or sorry, I was 31 before going on the show, but I just, a few of my relationships before have ended because of what I do for work. And right. I like going on this show, I could find somebody who would be accepting of what I want. And at the end of the day, you don't go on TV unless you want to be on TV. So I thought that was a good starting point to build a relationship based on here's who I am, meet me for the first time and here's what I do. 
Yeah. I wanted to ask you, because obviously I've seen that you was banned from Hinge. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and the, the, the naked photo that got you banned from Hinge? Uh, it was an honest mistake, Bobby. I, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I went skiing last January with a, with a group of friends. We all got a bit boozy the first day. And I uh-huh. thought it was funny to do a naked handstand on the table in front of everybody. Somebody captured it and then had a Hinge profile. And the, one of the prompts was show a picture which depicts you. And I thought me doing a naked handstand kind of sums me up. Anyway, it, it lasted all of about two hours and then without any warning, I got kicked off and yeah, but banned forever. So <laughs> was it forever? I didn't know that. So after it happened, I was, it's funny because um, one of my friends was looking at my DMs the other day and I DM'd Hinge saying, come on, let me back on. It was just a, <laughs> just a naked handstand. You can't even see the big D as it was. <laughs> <laughs> so was the big D not on show? Well, in a couple of photos, it was because I did it in front of a glass window. So some oh, in the reflection, you could see, yeah, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I think there's potential in that to to get someone to like it. Do you know what I mean? I it shows a bit of character. Obviously, shows a little bit more, a bit more than character. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's almost a try before you buy, isn't it? So you're kind of ticking multiple boxes from a from a photo. So um, well, get you, we need to get you on the marketing team for Hinge, then, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong job, Bob. Maybe that's the problem. So, um, so when did you film the show? Was it was it a little while ago? Yeah, it was filmed throughout the summer. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, what have you been doing since then? But I went straight back to work. I, I took I took a little bit of time off straight from filming it. But yeah, a lot of my work's online, um, and I'm sort of the person who's in front of the camera. So if I'm not working, I'm not earning. So yeah, straight back to work, trying to keep this in the background. But obviously, a lot of my well, I started to talk about dating as content, and obviously because of the show, yeah. now to give anything away or talk about anything. So I'm just bursting for this to come out uh, for more ways, ways than one. But yeah, just so I can get get my life back to to normal. Did the show approach you? Did they come across you online and your content and reach out to you? Yes, I think oh, you obviously know, Bobby, as well. The TV circuit's very, very small. And I think a few people have passed my name around from getting approached for Love Island a good few years back to now. Um, yes, yeah, so they reached out to me. And I'd actually just been cast for Married at First Sight, which didn't work out. And I said, I'm not doing anything again, just because it's so restrictive, them saying you've got to put this away for filming. And I was really against doing it. And then as he spoke to me about it and said, look, this is a new concept. It's never been done before. Um, and we want people who are like just open to the experiment. I thought, do you know what? I'm going to give it one more go. See what happens. So looking back, do you believe everything happens for a reason in terms of that you didn't do Love Island and Married at First Sight back then and that this is now your time and this was the right show for you? Yeah, 100%. I think... It's hard, isn't it? As you're growing up, you don't even really know yourself that well. And I think now I'm in a position where I do know myself quite well. And even going through the audition process, I, I was kind of like, look, I don't want to pretend to be somebody that I'm not to get on a show that I don't even know if it's going to be the right thing for me. So I can remember sitting down with the guys at Bareface and Discovery and stuff, and I was just completely open and honest about everything. And I mean, it was what they were looking for this time around. But I think in the past when I haven't got stuff, you, I, I definitely took it personally. And I was like, when you think more into it, they're casting very specific people. And if you don't fit that bill, then it's just not meant to be that time. So I'm, I'm glad it's, it's, it's come now. Absolutely. 
And the thing is, people always get found out as well. You can't try and be something you're not because people are looking for a certain thing when they're casting, like you say. And if they think you're a right fit for it, it works out. And sometimes that isn't the time or like you say, or the show for you. But I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason. And like, um, like as a spiritual thing, I think like what's meant for you won't pass you by. You're going to love this show then. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's like the perfect lighting. That's what it's... <laughs> it's right up my straight. I can't wait. David, what, what star sign are you? I'm a cancer. I've got it tattooed on my finger as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure as a Scorpio, I'm supposed to avoid cancers. Are I you? Feel. I feel like, because I'm a bit too fiery and cancers are a bit too calm, if that's right. No. Maybe. Mm, apart from the star signs, it would have been an ideal match then. <laughs> but did you learn a lot about like astrology and that when you were there yeah learned loads about it and actually I have to shout out the three astrologers on the show they're absolutely excellent stayed in contact with them since um and yeah just i mean they're the best in the business so they're just so insightful based on their craft um and yeah i i, I definitely learned a lot about my character and the the different like elements of it the rising the mars the venus and stuff and it kind of justified who i am as a person as opposed as as well learning stuff at the same time. Interesting. Bob, I think you'd be... Fascinating. Yeah. Because I love... Tar- I mean, I know this isn't like tarot, but, but that whole world to me, since it's a little boy, I've always been like... My friends call me a witchy-poo. Like my gut instinct, but it's, it's more of a sixth sense. So that to me, but I've never sat down and kind of had my chart done. Because like, even down to the exact time you're born as well, yeah. isn't it? Sometimes they're like mm. the minute and where your moon was... Yes, yeah, so um, you need to know the exact time you were born and then they plot your chart based on that. And Michelle Knight, who was one of the ladies on the show, as soon as I met her, I think she's a psychic as well, does readings and stuff. And I just felt like she was looking into my soul as soon as I met her and then we got on some fire. But it was almost oh, like wow. she was inside me as she was talking to me. It was, it was very strange. I'm going to have to do Emma. Do it. I need Mr. <laughs> chart do him. What's her name again? Michelle Knight. Michelle Knight. I'm going to be sliding in her DMs. Do it. So, she, David, she'll do it. Where can we find Written in the Stars? When's it out? So it airs this Sunday, 27th November, on Discovery+. Plus. I've just been told, actually, that it comes out bang on midnight. So you can watch it as early as 12.01 on Sunday. There's two episodes the first Sunday, and then it's one a week thereafter. Great. Well, oh, sounds nice. great. Can't nice wait. to get a double yeah. serving in the beginning, because you can <laughs> kind of like, uh, do a little bit of a binge yeah, tickle your taste buds. So we, we, got secret, we got a secret, secret viewing of it on Monday, and I was like, I need to see the second one straight away. But countdown day still Sunday. Interesting. Uh, well, can't wait to see it, David, and, and best of luck with it. Hope it, hope it all, well, you know how it turns out, I guess. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, mate. Appreciate it. Nice chatting to you. Take you care. Too. Thank you, David. You Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Bob, I feel like this would be perfect for you. It's right up your street. What star sign are you? So up my street. I'm a Leo. But oh. they, I think I'm a I think they call it a cusp because my birthday is the 22nd of August, and I think the 23rd goes mm-hmm. Virgo. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my traits are I'm quite a Leo through and through. I don't know enough about Virgo, actually. I should really look into this. Um yeah, we so up my straight. Honestly, that, that show would just fascinate me. My friend I've either got, got this... go on it or host an after show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speak to Clara Ampho. She's the one to speak to. She's hosting it. Um, my friend once got this book of relationships where you can find any date 
and match and match it with another person it will tell you all about what if that relationship we read it all the time and if anyone gets a new partner or something we literally get the book out we will have a look at what what it all um how it works so from past experience has the book been right yes not every time but yeah a lot of the time more often than not yeah yeah, there's got to be something to it. Like I say, I think when you're when you're a believer in things like that, and like the tarot world, and you're spiritual, to me, it, yeah, it, I've, maybe you're just more open to it. If that's kind of like what you're into, maybe we're just more easily persuaded. Maybe that's what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, great show. Um, yeah, really good show. And uh, until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys.